Hey there, Pastor Jeff here, and so glad that you joined us for this Ask a Pastor segment. And uh, boy, I've got a good question today. Let me read it to you. It's kind of long, and um, let me just get into it. As a Christian who believes we are salt and light in all areas available to us, how do you respond to those who think Christians should not be involved in politics? Uh, There are those who think that we need to leave that realm of void, a place for evil to triumph and work. Christians should work on building relationships and spreading the gospel, not being not politics, but spreading the gospel. And uh, the question should continue. Should we leave political realms to destruction? Um, Bunch of uh, continues here. Let me just get the maybe the significant parts. Entering political realms is very hard for sure, and often it is Christians who believe we need to keep silent. Um, She gives one example here. You can find Christians on each side of the pro-life issue, which is hard for me to understand. It's often Christians who deflect and say, why are you not saving sex trafficked children, immigrant children? Why are you not fostering disabled children? Why are you not with, and you can fill in the blank too, The list becomes an absolute impossibility for everyone to do, and I think that meaning to do all of them, but we can pray for these things and have a heart for all. Okay, so there is a lot to unpack here in this question. Politics and faith is a complex issue, but with any issue, thinking biblically is crucial. And so really... um, we don't have time to do a, a, a four-week sermon on this. You probably could. Um, we're just trying to give just a starting point to be thinking about and to some scripture to consider. And so I think as we start into this topic of politics and faith, our attitude probably is one of the most significant things um, that affects the outcome of the discussions that we get into and the actions that we take. So I'm going to start with that. 1 Timothy 1, 1 and 2 says, I urge then, first of all, that petitions, prayers, intercession, and thanksgiving be made for all people, for kings and all those in authority, that we may live peaceful and quiet lives in all godliness and holiness. All right, this is um, the Apostle Paul writing these words. He's writing this to Timothy. He says, pray for everyone. And then he specifically singles out kings, those in authority, with the goal in mind that we may live a peaceful and quiet lives in all godliness and holiness. Now, this was written when Nero was emperor of Rome. So, uh, Paul was under emperor's, uh, Emperor Nero's rule, and he was known for horribly persecuting Christians. And um, Paul says, and this is his first letter to Timothy, and he said, this is, this is the first thing I want to start with. I urge then, first of all, and he talks about praying for everyone, but particularly kings and those in authority over us. And so I think when it comes to the area of politics, this, this is a huge thing. If, if we are not in prayer for our political leaders, um, that we're maybe not even in the right frame of mind to begin to have a conversation about who they are, what they're doing, what they believe, what they should be doing, because we're not praying for them, and that's our first command. Jeremiah 29, verse 7, this is an interesting verse to me. Uh, This is the Lord speaking to the people of Israel through Jeremiah uh, about their upcoming 
Babylonian exile. So the Babylonian um, uh, empire is about to come into Israel, defeat Israel, and take captives back to Babylon. And this is what the Lord says to those people through Jeremiah. Seek the peace and prosperity of the city to which I have carried you into exile. Pray to the Lord for it, because if it prospers, you too will prosper. And so I think this comes more naturally to us to be praying for our nation, um, that we would be praying for the peace and prosperity of, of our country. Um, the interesting thing in this verse is this verse is being written to the people of Israel to specifically seek peace and prosperity of a nation that is going to destroy them, who thinks completely differently than them, who has different gods than them, uh, who wants to assimilate them into their culture. And, and the, the command is to seek their peace and prosperity. Um, so often in our current political culture, it's an us against them mentality. And this verse says to seek the peace and prosperity of the city that was about to destroy them. Okay, another, another verse, Titus 3, 1 and 2. Remind them to be submissive to rulers and authorities, to be obedient, to be ready for every good work, to speak evil of no one, to avoid quarreling, to be gentle, and to show perfect courtesy toward all people. Now, I don't know about you, um, but the uh, especially on social media, if you get into uh, political discussion on Facebook, this is what I don't see. I don't see uh, a lot of people avoiding quarreling. I don't see a lot of gentleness, and I don't see a lot of perfect courtesy towards all people. Um, and also, I guess it starts the list, speak evil of no one. Um, it's very easy to speak evil of particularly politicians that uh, you don't agree with, that you think they're doing the wrong thing, um, even if they're acting unbiblically. This says, again, Paul's writing this to Titus, He's talking about being submissive to rulers and authorities. He's talking about obedience, speaking evil on no one, quarrel, uh, avoid quarreling, be gentle, show perfect courtesy. This is in this context of rulers and authorities. And again, who were their rulers and authorities? Well, Nero was the ultimate ruler at that time. And again, just with terrible per persecution of Christians. So these are tall orders. So we think, man, this is tough. It was tougher for them uh, when these things were written. This was, this was even a, a bigger deal, I would think, for, for the people that these words were written to than it e even is for us. Um, but so this is, this, is, this is where we're going to just start with. I would suggest if you are not praying and not able to enter the arena of politics uh, with without speaking poorly of candidates and people you disagree with, then we're not we're not even ready to start that type of engagement. All right, so you're saying, okay, well, what do we? That that's fine, and I'll just say that I think that that's that's probably more important than than just about anything when it comes to politics is what is our attitude as we enter into this arena. Um, and we really need to do a personal check of ourselves to see if our attitude is in the right place to start those conversations. Okay, so quickly then, I think this is really getting more to where the question was, was being asked, but I felt like that was the more important thing to discuss. This, this last bit of advice is coming quickly, but it's going to take the time and work on your part. Learn the party's platforms and learn the candidate's 
personal uh, beliefs as well and their, their platforms. What are their platforms, policies, and practices, both of the candidate and of the party? Um, look at each one individually. Don't look at it all at once. It's a lot. Look at each uh, policy. Look at each platform. Look at each practice of the candidate and say, okay, how does this specifically look biblically? And do that one by one. That takes a lot of work and time. But if we're not informed, then we really don't know what we're talking about. Uh, and then the second piece of advice, again, just because I'm moving quickly, I know you can only vote for one candidate, and that candidate is only representing one party. It doesn't mean you ha you're going to subscribe to everything that they believe or every policy that they're going to try and push. So let me say this. If you vote Republican, you still need to support Democratic policies and initiatives that are more biblical than Republican ones. If you vote Democratic, then you still have to support Republican policies and initiatives that are more biblical than the Democrat policies and initiatives. Um, so I wish I had more time. I hope this begins to answer the question. We do need to engage in the political arena, but one, we need to be Christ-like in our attitude. I think that is the very first thing. If we can't do that, then then maybe we're not ready to be involved in that conversation. And then the second thing, understand the issues and understand what the Bible has to say about them. Um, it is important to vote. It is important to be involved in, in local initiatives where you can be. Um, be in prayer. A lot of these verses refer back to being in prayer, and that's what we need to do in this area as well. So it's a great question. I hope this has begun to answer it. Uh, lots to discuss in this area still, but uh, appreciate the question. If you have a question, be sure to leave it in the comments and we will look at your question for a later segment. Thanks for being with us.